This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Coram, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, veteran strength and conditioning coach and sports dietitian Pratik Patel is joining me to discuss nutrient timing. We discuss when you should be eating carbohydrates, fats, and protein, and the impact they have on muscle gain and sleep. Pratik has spent over a decade in collegiate and professional sports. He's worked at Kansas State, Michigan State, University of Oregon, and then he spent four years as the director of sports nutrition and as an assistant strength coach for the New York Giants. Pratik is now a consultant for sports teams, organizations, and high-performance clients. But before we get to this discussion, please take two seconds and hit the subscribe button on whichever listening platform you are listening on, as this is the best way that you can help support the podcast. But now, it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Pratik, are there better times to eat certain macronutrients, like the macronutrients of protein, carbohydrates, and fat, or is it just like eat food whenever you want? Um, is there some science behind this? Tell, let's talk about that. Yeah, I think the more we start researching and learning about how nutrition affects our circadian rhythm, so it's an area, area called chrononutrition, and about when, based on what our schedule is like, in the world we're waking up when we're going to bed and how do we structure our day around eating i think there's definitely a lot to it and there's more research coming out about time restricted feeding intermittent fasting you know earlier in the day as opposed to later in the day when are some of these genes that are active that are responsible for our circadian rhythms um, like functioning and firing and sometimes what what we've found is we have some of these clock genes that are very active earlier in the day like ones that are responsible for muscle protein synthesis and hypertrophy. I think there was a pub that recently came out. You and I were talking about this in terms of dosing your protein independent of when you're training. So maybe you're training in the morning, maybe you're training in the afternoon. And those that were eating a higher amount of their protein earlier on in the day within this 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. window, and then slowly steadily, steadily going down in terms of the protein intake, probably hitting their total protein macros for the day overall, as opposed to what's very normal for most people is, hey, I'm wake up, maybe I, I skip breakfast if I'm intermittent fasting or go work out. Uh, this is true with a lot of athletes. They'll come to the morning lift and they won't have eaten anything. You put them through a one, one and a half hour lift and then they eat a little bit because they're not hungry. Then they get a little bit more for, for lunch and then they eat you know, two steaks at dinner. And then they're like, well, I'm not you know, getting as strong or as muscular as I want. But what they found is those that skewed their protein and ate more of it earlier on in the day and then kind of tapered down as opposed to a little bit and then tapering up had, you know, greater gains in strength, greater gains in muscle hypertrophy, you know, or overall muscle size, which kind of, Is it, do you think it's because pushing. they had a larger amino acid pool available? I think so. And, and, and again, I can't say that definitively, but this is kind of where the research is, is pointing us to, to where if you do eat more within these, time restricted windows earlier on in the day. So maybe it's, you know, within one to two hours of waking up and then calling it quits like 12 hours later or 10 hours later, and you get, you know, maybe two to four feedings in, you know, getting enough protein in and then letting your body rest and digest, not eating a ton before dinner or before sleep, because uh, you don't want the body and the organs to be wanting to work and digesting food when body really wants to kind of just say, Hey, let's chill out. Let's get this body temperature down. Let's get in a nice relaxed state, have the parasympathetic nervous system, uh, dominate and then fall asleep as opposed to a lot of people that do intermittent fast. Maybe they break their fast at 12 or one, they get their feedings in and call it good, but maybe not 
see the gains in strength and muscle mass. And it might, might be tied to, you know, not being able to, to really stimulate and, and fulfill that amino acid pool earlier in the day when these genes are active, it can really kind of dictate like, yeah, this is where all the proteins need to go for muscle protein synthesis and repair. So, so it's, it's definitely interesting. And like I think right now my breakfast. So I, I wake up, I, I do consume, uh, like, you know, maybe like a couple of dates and a banana protein shake before I lift along with, you know, caffeine, uh, 200 to 300 milligrams lift. And then I have a breakfast I'll have, it varies, but generally it's like a half cup of oats, a couple of blueberries, some cinnamon, uh, some mixed nuts, warm that up, add some protein powder to it. So I get another you know, 40, 50 grams of protein there. Maybe add a tiny bit of uh, maple syrup and some banana. And that's what breakfast is for me. Now it could also be, Hey, I'm going to have like maybe uh, some potatoes or sourdough, a bunch of eggs and some steak. And those and, are days that maybe you don't work out in the morning. Yeah, those because I'll kind of vary it up. And instead of eating something before I train on those non-workout days, I might do something fasted early on. Maybe go for a walk, or maybe just do a bike, or just do some aerobic, you know, linear running, just to kind of get change it up, mix it up, stress my system in a different way. And then I'll fall in line with having like that same feeding. We'll have breakfast around the same time, my lunch and dinner around the same time. So everything's kind of consumed within twelve hours or less. Last large meal. Uh, try to get it three to four hours before bed. Yeah. So would you say like, okay, from, from what I'm understanding here, you need to make sure that you get your carbohydrate or your protein pool earlier in the day, taper off. What about carbohydrates? Can those kind of go up? Cause I know carbohydrates can make you sleepy. Yeah. So the thing with carbs is it, it kind of just depends on what your goals are. So some people can train fasted, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not a magic pill. It's just within the confines of everything that you're doing is this something you're comfortable with. Some people just don't like having anything in their system. Now, if you're an athlete who doesn't eat very well and you're not very good at meeting your energy availability demands, like, yeah, you probably should eat before training. As we know, like a lot of these high level athletes just don't eat enough and they break down over the course of the season. It's like, dude, there's no excuse for you to not eat before, especially when the teams and the organizations are providing any and everything. But in terms of carbohydrate intake, if you're looking at it from a replenishing muscle glycogen period, as long as you eat the appropriate amount of carbohydrates over 24 hours, you'll be fine on that. So depending on what your goals are and what your aims are, like if you're a high level athlete, yeah, you definitely probably want to dose your carbs specifically around your workouts. If you're a recreational athlete, you can kind of get away with not having to worry too much about that, but you still want your protein at consistent intervals uh, throughout the day and try to skew a little bit more earlier on. Okay. Um, in terms of what you mentioned, carbohydrates make you sleepy. So if you eat complex carbohydrates, you know, things that are higher in tryptophan, what it does is you will get an insulin spike. And if you're eating with a good amount of protein too, you'll have tryptophan in the system. So what happens is insulin kind of washes away all those other amino acids and takes them, but tryptophan doesn't. Tryptophan goes to the brain. And with niacin, tryptophan, um, along with the help of, I believe it's, it's zinc, vitamin C, and B6 converts tryptophan to 5-HTP. Same cofactors convert 5-HTP to serotonin and then serotonin to melatonin. So this is why if you have the appropriate micronutrients in the system, if you do have, you know, complex carbohydrates, protein that has a higher amount of tryptophan. So it's not just eating tryptophan. It's like, also you also need the assistance of a higher carbohydrate, not higher carbohydrate, carbohydrates to be able to stimulate insulin release too. So that's when people start to feel tired. If like, so say it's Thanksgiving, it's like, well, you're not just eating turkey. You're eating mashed potatoes, you're eating dressing, you're eating pie. Yeah. So you're going to have a good amount of carbohydrates to go along with it too. And then you have a coma. 
And then you have a coma. <laughs> and then you awake from the coma and you're like, why do I Time want to eat, eat again. more pie? <laughs> <laughs> At least that's me. I, like all I want on Thanksgiving is pecan pie. Um, but uh, super interesting. Uh, so it is important not just to get the, the appropriate macronutrients, but the timing of those depending on your goals. Uh, fascinating discussion. If you found today's podcast valuable, please share this podcast with a friend and leave us a comment and review on the Apple Podcast app. This is a great way for you to help support the show and to get this message out to more people. Also, if you want to give us some feedback, which I would love, please reach out to me by email at eric at ericquorum.com or DM me on Instagram at ericquorum. I love to know why you find the podcast valuable and what we can do to make it better. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.